everybody, it's Madeline. And it's Aaron. And welcome back. Nagler, a Star Wars story about to get down. I warned. Okay, I warned my dad before we started this. There's a Family Guy episode called The Most Interesting Man in the World. I love Family Guy. Um, not sure if it's politically correct anymore, but I love Family Guy. And in this episode, he goes to a museum, and one of the museum um, tour options in the headphones is Lou Ferrigno eating sausages. And I said, that might be me today, because uh, I have a bag of Lifesaver gummies, and I'm a bit peckish. So if you hear any... That's just me That's having just a little Madeline snicky snack. Doing her yeah. Family guy impression. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. Um, so, yeah. So, what has happened in the Star Wars universe since last we jawed, Madeline? Um, well, I knew. <laughs> the heavy sigh. I knew something was amiss when I woke <laughs> up. Can I just say that I go on Twitter every Friday and I don't think about it because there are never any Mandalorian spoilers that are unavoidable for me. Like, I'll see one or two tweets. I don't even think I follow a ton of, like, huge Mandalorian fans, just people who are love it but aren't like huge fans of it it. like like me like who very much keep up on it and really like it but aren't like tweeting about it so much um and so usually i'll see one or two tweets but that's avoidable like people will put like mando spoilers and i'll just scroll right past and not see anything today i knew something was in the wind because (laughs) i woke up and everybody on my timeline was like Fuck Luke Skywalker. I fucking hate him. Oh, I hate Luke Skywalker. Fuck the Jedi. Like, whatever. And I was like, ah, something has happened on today's episode. <laughs> I'm not in. Oh, God. I'm like, somebody showed up today. <laughs> well, you see, this is what's so great. Is like, this is a little. Because usually on Friday mornings, I'm up at like four to watch the Which I think episode. is absurd. It's just what I just. I, what's funny is that like I just did it at first because I was so excited to have it back, but for the last couple of weeks I haven't set my alarm. But my body's just woke up because it's I guess now conditioned. I don't know. My brain. You're is the like, people that the new Mandalorian is. Out. You're the people Must that wake up. Triumph the insult. Comic dog thousand, was trying to stop that, when he went to the attack thousand with Clone's premiere. And as we've talked about, I was in that line. I know. It's not in that video. But, I know. So yes, very much so. I am those people. Um. But today I didn't. Today I slept right through it. And I woke up at, I want to say, 7. I literally woke up to a text from Olive that said, Dad, have you seen The Mandalorian yet? And I went, no! And I put my phone yeah. away. I didn't look at anything. She didn't spoil anything. Like, nothing. Yeah. But it was like that first instinct of I rolled over, got my phone. So, you know, I was about yeah. to check Twitter. Yeah. Glad you didn't know. That's, like, for work, we have a 7 a.m. post. I want to make sure it gets up. So I literally was about to go check Twitter, and I got I saw all of his texts, and I was like, <gasps> and I put my phone yeah. down, and I turned on my TV, and I got my Disney Plus fired up. So I came to it not knowing anything other than yeah. it was the last episode. What's so funny is like I saw that something big had happened, and my reaction See, and it, was like, eh, I'll get to it when I get I know, to it. I had a hair appointment it. to go to. Yeah, because, <laughs> because you knew it was about Luke Skywalker, true, and true, you knew true. everyone was But pissed. even if the spoiler like hadn't been there, completely colored your experience. That's true, but also I would experience. say, but also I would say that first of all, well, it didn't color my experience. It totally it, did. Your, it, but your expectation my opinion, was ruined the my, moment you saw those tweets. I my my 
expectation was ruined, but my opinion was not different than it would have been had I not known. Listeners, we don't trust me. We will talk about the episode as yeah. well. But I just want to. It's good that we like frame it. But I I watch today's episode the same way I watch every week's episode, which is I'll get to it when I get to it. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. a rewatch of Scandal takes <laughs> takes place first, and I'm like. I just need to watch them tie up this loose end of a show I've already watched three times, and then I'll get to The Mandalorian. Not because I don't care, but just because... No, I know. Okay. You know, so I we'll, just, we'll get to this. Yeah. But, so, I I will say, because, you know, we could... I suppose we should give our overarching thoughts first before we talk about the end. Um, because to me... I didn't think it was a very good episode at all. Me neither. I thought it was like... Uh, can I just talk like about a, all that Boba Fett filler Mandalorian fight like in the bar? Bunch of crap. Well, like, the Mandalorian flight, fight thing was like, you know, pulp stuff that's just like, okay, it's this is we're filler. setting up these characters. Filler. Or no, no. Well, I get it though. I get it. Boba Fett is wearing Mandalorian armor and they don't consider him a Mandalorian. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I get but, all that. But I get it. that was so easily resolved with the like, come on, you two, and that right. should have been the end of it. They had there was no reason for them to actually go to combat except wouldn't this okay. be fucking sick? So like, here was oh, okay. So here's my point. Now you don't shit. care about that because you didn't watch Clone Wars. Like for anybody who invested eight years and seasons of the Clone Wars, watching it to see that crossover is fucking awesome. See, I, and even then. I love that idea, and seeing them together was cool. And we, we've seen kind of that bleed over with with Favreau and Filoni, and I've liked it. But today's episode, almost everything about it felt like, uh, you know, basically what this is is a a fan who grew up with the original trilogy yeah. playing. With really expensive toys. Well, this is... That's what the entire episode... You can't even say that, though, without us just going to the end. Because... Mm -hmm. And this is what I publicly endorse today on my Twitter. (laughs) I'm sure everybody's... I'm sure everybody's waiting to see what I have to say. No, just kidding. (laughs) My my opinion is that... Now you say that, but we have both heard from people who have been like anxiously awaiting the recording of this podcast. So can I just say, by the way, that everybody who has sent me nice messages, like this is like a a sharp segue, but everybody who sent me nice messages who like listen to this podcast, can I just say that it means the world to me? It's been like a really hard couple of weeks for me. Like we've had a lot of like, um, in our, in our, yeah, in our family, we've had a lot of like health things and I've just had personal things going on. And like, I can't even tell you how much I appreciate getting those kind messages and like knowing that, you guys even care to like listen to this is it means a lot to me so thank you um that said back on track what i what i um read and agreed with and was sort of just my thinking articulated was the idea that the mandalorian was star wars's saving grace after the public dumpster fire that was the rise of skywalker which i don't think was really loved by general audiences not of course i don't think it's a bad movie yeah it was just a bad movie right and critics hated it and it was like the 
according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's the worst Star Wars movie of all time. So Which there's isn't that. True. It's still better than Attack of the Clones. That's I di- so much disagree with that, but we don't have this. That's a different <laughs> pod. Um, anyway. Um, and so then the Mandalorian came out and Baby Yoda was a phenomenon and they sort of had this like big like escape hole and like exactly like and you watched everything about the sequel trilogies just completely vanish and all their they threw all the eggs in the Baby Yoda basket which of course why wouldn't you especially now it's literally the only property they have yeah, yeah yeah but um I guess part of my frustration is the idea that this is the first thing that we have that is separate to the nine um, original movies right. that was like set up to be like a totally separate story. Like it, it, the the standalone movies are. That's not strictly true. That's what Solo was. I mean, Solo had yeah, but Solo nothing to do with yeah, but Skywalker no, 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 saga. but yeah, but Solo. I mean, Rogue One does. Solo, Solo is literally a story about one of the three main characters in I the original that, trilogy. But it has nothing to do with the arc. Of no, but the, I'm saying the Jedi. Yes, or but Skywalkers. it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I'm saying in your eyes. Okay, yeah, whatever. To me, it's why I love it so much. Yes, I know, but oh my God, that's not the. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm saying. Um, Solo doesn't count because it is about a pre-existing character that people already have an attachment to. That's what I mean. The Mandalorian was their chance to establish something outside of those movies and nostalgia and pre-existing love for, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And to create something new where we could start the transition away from... Ah, that's your desired transition. Yes. But but that I'm not even saying it's not about desire. It's about do you want this franchise to have any longevity? Because if you do, you cannot keep tying it to this tentpole character from a movie that came out in 1977. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Madeline, the majority of the people watching the show grew up with those movies, and whether you like it or not, the end game for Baby Yoda was always going to be somehow tied to the Jedi, who, in that time period, set five years after Return of the Jedi, is head honchoed by Luke Skywalker. So it was always inevitable that he was going to play a role somehow. Now, I, talk about the actual I scene. assumed he would be alluded to, not in the fucking show. Right. And by the way, well, that's what you're I think I, I think that the idea that like. And I said this today, and I'll say it again. The idea that this child would have some fucking hesitancy about going with Ahsoka Tano, but then Luke Skywalker comes in and he has this big, like, aha moment and is like, yes, this, like, monk, I'll go with him. And, like, the ludicrousy of, like, the ass-kissing of Luke Skywalker, like, ugh, ugh. Anyway, but I don't know. It's like... If I wanted to watch every show be invaded by a virgin and his robot, I would cast myself because <laughs> I would just look at myself in the mirror, okay? Oh, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I don't have time for that. It's like, ugh, I don't know. It's just like exhausting. See, but like, okay, but this is, you get so indignant about it. This is what, there are plenty of things to be upset about in this episode because goddamn some of it was less than B movie worthy. We'll get like, into the technique. I'm just talking about the story. But this right is my now. like yeah exactly and the story makes sense. Like I understand Rise of Skywalker doesn't make sense throughout eighty yeah. percent of that film. 
I totally get the uh, the people being you know upset about the storytelling in Rise of Skywalker. Everything that happened today in the Mandalorian makes sense. It makes perfect sense. That's why I can't just like, get it, behind this idea yeah. of like, oh, Luke Skywalker. Look, I get Skywalker fatigue. Trust me. But he's literally appeared for two minutes in in, in it's a not about, like, sixteen episode arc. Like, give me a break. Yeah, but it's not about like. How do I explain it? It's like, it's more about like, we're tired of the same story being told, even though it's like, we've gotten this far in this like crazy, interesting story. And I also think part of it is like, not to be like, it's such a dramatic phrase, but like the trauma of the rise of Skywalker (laughs) where like, like, I think it's true. Like, I think we all like kind of had this expectation going in. And I know for me at least, Mm -hmm. like, one of the most heartbreaking things, and this shows you, like, how much I care and, like, how much it meant to me. But, like, when I had this, like, person, the this character, Ray, who, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, she was me. She was me. Like, I got to see myself in a Star Wars movie for the very first time, and it meant a lot to me, and she was very independent. And then in the last movie, she was it was just about Luke Skywalker. Rey was not a person anymore. She was a vessel for Luke Skywalker. Nothing. Her agency didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And then when I see him pop up in these other things that are not even meant to be, um, you know, Jedi, strictly Jedi-related movies, I get worried. So it's not so much about, fuck this, like, this doesn't make any sense. It's not that. It's, like, more so, like, fear of, like, is everything going to go down this path? Because I don't know... They literally, a week ago, announced ten new projects. Yeah. Can we have some perspective? Can we pull back on the outrage? I mean... Like I said, the storytelling makes sense. If anything, we should be applauding the fact okay. that they're actually okay. making sense for I'm supposed Exactly. I'm supposed to fucking bank on the fact, oh, the other ten projects will go swimmingly. Oh, my God. No, we know five of, at least five of them will get canceled. Exactly. I'm like... I'm, I'm just saying there's a ton of Star Wars coming our way. Luke Skywalker for two minutes in this one damn episode is not going to kill you. That's all I'm saying. But, okay. It so, makes sense. Okay, you're acting as though... Jedi Luke shows up at the end of Rogue One. That's what, like, it makes no sense. That's it's an not, outrage. That's not what I'm saying. I've never said it doesn't make sense. That is not what I ever said. Okay, so, but what? Ugh. I'm not saying it's unnecessary. It, it, not that it doesn't make sense. It's unnecessary. Why, why, he didn't need to I be in the understand. show. And I get frustrated so, by the fact that okay. everything needs to come back to him one way or another. It doesn't all need to come back to him. So, Prove it. Make They're a show. About to. They're making ten new shows. Okay, well I'll wait and see, but I'm not holding my breath. Lord. I'm not holding my breath. Lord. I am not holding my breath. The Acolyte Skywalker edition. I'm waiting for Can't like wait. them to be like somehow the like Obi Wan Kenobi show is going to have like CGI Carrie Fisher like. Well, that's fucking okay. time traveling to get it into makes the show. Sense if he's fucking. Not, where does Ben go? He goes to Tatooine. Why does he go to Tatooine? To watch over Luke Skywalker. That's literally why my, he's there. My, I wasn't saying that. I was saying a joke about 20-year-old Carrie Fisher being in a time period where mm. she was not 20 years old. That was the joke. Yeah, gotcha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I uh, let's now, we'll abandon this because we're I mean, not going to see no, eye no, to no. eye. We're never going to see eye to eye, but I will close with this, and I will allow you to retort. But here's the thing. 
God. You are so dismissive of what this character means to literally millions of people. I understand it's not your cup of tea. I understand what Ray meant to you or means to you. But Luke Skywalker means that and maybe more to literally millions of people around the world. So I just don't understand. And this is not directly at you because I see those tweets you're talking about. I see the whole Raylo camp being so fucking pissed off about, oh, here's Luke Skywalker for two fucking minutes making sense in the story. Like, just how difficult is it to just go, oh, yeah, that makes sense, and just let it go, knowing that literally my buddy can DM me this morning and said, my wife is crying. She's, like, so, like, emotional about this. I'm like, yeah. I know, we grew up with this character. I get it. I didn't cry. All I did was think, huh, it's weird to end, as my friend West put it, weird to end this season on a cutscene from a video game, which is what <laughs> yeah. it looked like. Yeah. You know? We'll but get into the technicality. The only not the for saving now. grace of that fucking scene is Pedro. I mean, yeah, thank agreed. God he's there. Agreed. Agreed. But, like, I just don't understand, like, the, the just the inherent, like, this, this knee-jerk hatred of a character who is, again, beloved by millions of people. Because... Who, by the way, without the formation and the genesis and the fucking creation of that character, none of it exists. Right, but Not that's... Right, but that's the problem, right? Because as people who came to these movies later and mm. fell in love with a different generation of characters, right. it's always held over our head as like, well, you like those characters and not the original characters fake fan and all of the well, things yeah, that well, no 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 no. you had your ch you talked for a long time yeah, now it's my turn just, hey, you talked for a long time now it's my bullshit. turn that's now right. you now it's my turn to talk mm -hmm. i'm not talking about fan war i'm talking about the attitude from the franchise itself mm -hmm. the idea that oh you have all these characters that are really great and individual and like you love them and are growing up with them the same way people grew up with the originals. Well, guess what? They don't get to be their own people. They don't get to finish their own stories. Everything's going to be attributed to the originals. If you're not an original fan, fuck off. Like, sorry, it's, you're not important to us. It's called a sequel trilogy. It was furthering a story that already existed. It was about passing the baton to the next generation. Ray should have been allowed, been should have been allowed... Yeah, because J.J. Abrams is a dick. Correct. But she should have been allowed to have ended the journey, ended her own narrative in a way that was not just sucking Luke Skywalker's asshole. And I think that that part of part of the I think that that was the original uh, title for the Rise of Skywalker. No, I was gonna say that was the original teaser. Yeah, but. I, I think part of the knee-jerk thing that you're talking about is the idea that it's more of a feeling of, like, why are the same people, those, like, fans of Luke that you talk about, the only ones who get to be catered to? Why is it that when we yeah. okay. don't... I get to finish... Why is it that when we want something and we campaign for something and we're like, oh my God, this character is so cool, we're sort of like swept under the rug? Like, there wasn't any Ben Solo merch. There wasn't any like, you know what I mean? There wasn't yeah, any like I Ben know. Solo, like, 
I don't know, like acknowledgement. They didn't, they haven't even acknowledged that Raylo became canon at all, Star Wars, since that movie came out. I know. And like, we don't get Jack Squat. We didn't even get a finale that ended the stories of the characters like properly you know and like so then it's like i guess it's just like a feeling of like being like why is it that we care so much and are investing so much of our time and money and it's not good enough why is it never good enough that's the feeling and he sort of represents that and it's not a feeling about it's not about luke specifically he didn't do anything to like he just it's about what he represents within the story in terms of us not liking the jedi and i get it but, you know, John Favreau isn't thinking about any of that when he's writing, probably pitching to Kathleen Kennedy, says, here's the arc. What's going to happen is we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and then Luke Skywalker's going to show up. It's going to be totally cool. He's, that's it. That's yeah. all, he, you know. Also, I think part of it is, like, um, I think that there's definitely a, 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 how do I say, like a thematic disconnect between... Mm-hmm different subsections of the fan base where I think there are some fans who think the Jedi are like really awesome and cool and like love them. I think people... A lot of those people grew up with the prequels. Well, I think regardless, people who I sort of tend to run in their circles who loved The Last Jedi and Mm. are Raylos or just Ben Solo fans or whatever tend to be of the thinking that the Jedi hurt as much as they helped and um and that was a lot of what i loved about luke's character in the last jedi was he said the legacy of the jedi's failure a lot of hubris and whatever and so then there's like this disconnect when that movie came out and was like fucking amazing and then the sharp turn in both um the rise of skywalker and now the mandalorian where it's like the jedi are perfect and they're everything and like they're heroes and you know uh, what i mean see no 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 that that has not been my experience watching the mandalorian it's like for the most part the jedi are barely known there's still luke's still the only one you know ahsoka's shown up now and that's kind of put another jedi into the universe of any kind of renown that people recognize or know but it's still only five years after the death star blew up it's not like he's built a jedi order you know, it's just the Jedi yeah. are still, and this is what, one of the things. It's also I love weird about to it. watch the Jedi aren't the thing. Yeah. Like in the pre, that's part of what makes the prequel so unwatchable. It's like all about the Jedi, and the Jedi are so annoying. Well, part of what another reason I was like, "Ugh, that ending doesn't sit right with me," was mm-hmm. because, like I said, if it was the same ending but it was Ahsoka, I would have loved it so much more. And it's not even again about Luke as a character, but so much of like. We know so much of his future now because of the sequel trilogy, mm. and we know his failings mm. as a master. Yeah, but, right. So it's like, it's but not a satisfying, like... Like, to me, that's amazing, because now the question is, and this is what I was talking to Olive about this morning, it's like, now, wait a second. We know what happens, right? He starts a new, or tries to start up a new academy and a new Jedi yeah. order, and fails. Yeah. How does Baby Yoda fit? Well, I said Does, I'm waiting for them to retract the Knights of Ren comic and say it's not canon, and Baby Yoda actually burned down the temple and framed <laughs> Ben for it. <laughs> this is like phenomenal. the new sequel trilogy. That's amazing. Yeah. I love um, that. Um, but no, that to me, that's great. Like I love it. I can't wait to see where that goes. And that yeah. got me really excited. However, 
my biggest problem was just how everything was done. Like, yeah, now we can get into the technical stuff. Cow. Can we just talk about that he looked like a porn deep fake? <laughs> like, I was I like, did somebody. I don't know about that, Madeline. Well, you should. It was on last week tonight. That's how mm-hmm. I know about it. I'm not looking this stuff up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but it was literally like they, I, I was like, this was looks like great. when you do the Snapchat, like right. put a celebrity's face over it's your why, face. It's like what? Like his eyes had like four of them they at were some so point. Long. They like were they so were just, long. And then like, it was like, and I instantly compared it in my head to. Carrie Fisher in Rogue One. Well, I was like, I they thought, ran out of that Rogue One money because well, I was like, it was not as exactly, good as the Rogue One the Rogue, one. Well, the thing is with Rogue One, it's one shot. You know, yeah, like she turns true. and it's her face. Like it's I pretty cool. I know. It was funny at the end when they got crafty and like cut his head out of it. Yeah, so it was yeah. just him standing with his hands clutched. I was yep. like, all right. Uh-huh. This like 20 year old intern, intern <laughs> who they've been like, can you just stand here for like placing? <laughs> Um, but so yeah that, and I mean, also that, the dialogue was like was so terrible. stilted was and terrible. terrible it was terrible and look I don't you know I love Mandalorian I love this pro- I think it's great but holy cow the writing in the entire episode yeah. was garbage I mean I'm saying garbage it was yeah. so bad it was so poorly scripted the acting was like wooden yeah like the, again I, the thing that saved it was Pedro agreed he was so 100% Freaking good. And when Can I also say that drama over the Dark Blade is the so dark fucking. Saber, if you ugh, who gives a shit? This is Everyone so, who watched the Clone Wars. I know. I know. God forbid I no. represent the half no. of people now, who have not watched every supplementary material. But now here's the hilarious part. So they do this whole dramatic bit, right? Yeah, and like, then oh, Luke combat. Leaves, and then we're done. Wait, I know. What? I know. That's what I said. I was like, uh, so Did are we going to pick up. the Dark Saber? Are we going to pick up in season three with like them going into combat on the same ship like I no time so. has passed no time has passed at all he literally just ignites it and goes after her i i don't i have to be honest like i like as emotionally broken up as i am i really love the idea that we're gonna like have them separate for a little while yes and like agreed. i think that sets it up for a very interesting season three because obviously we have to get them back together at some point that has to happen come on yeah um, and it just means you get more Boba Fett. So I know you'd be really excited. I don't know if that. I can take any more of the CGI monstrosity. Hopefully they do <laughs> Grogu's training in some like Rocky montage where I'm only seeing him for like three minutes of a time. Just him lifting rocks. Lifting rocks. That's so great. Yeah. In a weird turn of events, Baby Yoda uses Luke as the backpack. That's so good. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for where it could go forward. The thing is, the, 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 it was so funny because the whole time I was watching, and the dark troopers, the fact that they call them dark troopers, who, was the Empire <laughs> run by Mattel? Like, what the hell? What? Dark troopers, really? I know. My cousin oh. playing in the basement came up with the names for Mandalorian Seriously. season two. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad. But, so... A whole episode, I'm like... Oh, it wasn't that so painful. much that bothered me, so much painful. as, like, the introduction of this, like, completely indestructible new tool that mm. didn't show up in the original Empire or the First Order. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense to me that they would have these incredible developments to create this basically indestructible robot yeah. ar- army and then have I it... I talked ne- about that during Rogue One. Like, it was, ha- like, all these amazing yeah. weapons, and then, like, you get to and then, like, New Hope, and they're like... Yeah, 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying the Dark Troopers were invented, and then in The Force Awakens, Kylo was like, well, we got all of the remnants of the Empire, like, on a file. But I guess they didn't go through it that thoroughly because no, they had an indestructible robot from, army at their held. You go from held. clones, right, to, okay, the robots, which are the Dark Troopers, and the, they get sucked out of the airlock and then come back and then get destroyed by the Jedi. So then I, w- I would think the natural progression and the thinking for the First Order is, okay, we need conscripts. Like, we can't be doing yeah, but that. My, like, I, I, I don't mean that there are literally none left. I mean, like, the design had to have been around. Yeah, know, they're still useful. But, and, they, and you saw how useless they were against the Jedi. So, yeah, I don't know. I, but I, I but but when the first order is formed, there are no Jedi. Ray well, is Luke, the last Luke Jedi. Still is around. Yeah, they but he's Luke's not going to defeat an army. And they know all he all Luke has to do is show up, and dark troopers are done. Yeah, but also he could show up dark for troopers. God, but I was now we're say, getting into the weeds of this. Just, uh, let's not say, try to apply logic to I was, this. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Fair point. I was going to say, despite. All of that, and I all that I just gritted my teeth through most of the episode and did not enjoy much of it. I did actually enjoy the plan and the execution of getting onto Moff Gideon's ship. Yeah. Like I loved coming out of hyperspace and with the shuttle and Slave One following it. Like that's something I I would do if like I was writing a Star Wars thing. Mm. I'm like this is this would be awesome. Like I love that sequence. Other than that, didn't enjoy much of it until Baby Yoda puts his hand. On his face, on the oh, Mando, so on Mando's sweet. face, I, a little, I just melted. Yeah, like every same. cynical thought I was. I having think every about single person episode, watching it, like I was like, yeah, oh, okay, it's okay, everything's yeah, all right. I know that was and amazing. And then he took his helmet off, and I'm like, of course he took his helmet off. Like yeah. it just like, it was so perfect. It like made the whole journey of the last two seasons completely worth it okay i have a I gripe now just to close out your optimistic lovely yeah, thought you i have on. a gripe with the cynicism. i have a so. gripe but it's not like a, an episode specific one it's just more of a season now that we've closed mm-hmm. the season yeah. i really wish that they had incorporated baby yoda being able to use the force more and i'm gonna be honest when mm-hmm. when he got in and Moff Gideon was there with the saber. Yeah. I kind of thought Baby Yoda was going to pull Take some shit. Yeah, like yeah. I thought he was going to have some like epic rescue moment because <laughs> it was called the rescue and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be sick if like Baby Yoda pulled rescue off the rest him. of this rescue? Right, yeah. Right. It didn't happen and it's like, it's fine. I get that he's a baby but like I also feel like in season one we got way more awesome moments of Baby Yoda like having the force and in this season he only really uses it when he's like grabbing the rock and also yeah, yeah, yeah. or the ball or the whatever. Ball, yeah. And then when he's like slamming those troopers against the wall, which was one of this my favorite great. moments of the whole season. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like he should have had more of a hero moment. Like I think that that would have also been a nice payoff to like even yeah, though he hasn't had it. training I was yet. Say, he's but still like on his journey. but like in season one he had like that great moment with the rhino yep. type yep. thingy. Yep. And like I, it's like it's not it's not even a major complaint. It's just something that I wish would have happened. Is I, I wish Baby Yoda would have had a Force hero I think moment. They, also, I think they were kind of trying not to go to that well too often, and because that's why they they wrote in that thing what two episodes ago when he was taken, you know, where he he um, got exhausted or whatever yeah. when he was commuting. You know, it's like I get it. They're they're trying not to overplay their hand there, yeah. and this gives him some place to go in yeah, season three true. when we see him and he's like kicking ass. I know, but I was gonna say, wouldn't it be 
fucking hilarious if his like training was done as fast as Luke's and then he's like exactly I'm like he can't even swing a saber he's not that tall hey we thought Yoda couldn't do it so we saw Attack of the Clones and then all of a sudden and then we knew he couldn't jumping all over and taking on yeah well um yeah but that was kind of my only like season long gripe was just like I wish that he had had um a bit more some force moments. Well, I'll tell you what. The 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 biggest fear I had was when they said, um, there's a lone X-Wing coming. And the first thought I had, and again, I didn't know anything. Yeah. But the first thought I had was like, oh my God, is that Luke? And then I thought there was a pause in my head. And then I went, oh my God, if it's that like cop X-Wing pi- fighter pilot dude who was like talking to Cara Dune earlier... Uh-huh. About like, did you lose anybody on Alderaan? Oh, yeah. I thought it was gonna be him like showing up like randomly. I'm like, oh, if it's okay. him, I'm gonna be so Actually, mad. I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of something. And I wanna say, brava, I really liked this like mini story choice at the beginning of the episode mm-hmm. where they get on that ship and they kill the two dudes, the Empire dudes who are right. tra- traveling with the doctor. Yep. I loved that they talked about how the Death Star killed millions of people. Like, do you know right. what I mean? And I loved and that we got the to hear. Alliance terrorists. Yes, yes. I loved that we got to hear that guy's perspective because something that I said, um, that episode where they fight all those stormtroopers, mm-hmm. is I was like, I feel like we're forgetting um, something that was sort of set up in the sequel trilogy of the idea that there are people behind those helmets and like now they're just faceless and, you know not human anymore again and and i sort of complained about that well they still listen to the pod because no just kidding but um that but actor that, that actor by the way was phenomenal yeah i have no idea who he is that's yeah. just the only thing i can remember seeing him in but his delivery was great was perfect but can Absolutely i just perfect. say like and i also wait real quick i also love the, the back of the one good exchange that i really laughed out loud i was on the death star which one yeah that i know was phenomenal I, so good. but can I just say like, genuinely, like I was so happily surprised and, um, really like, I just thought it was so cool that they would bring up in a show that I think is sometimes a bit black and white in terms of the empire and right. rebellion stuff. Um, the idea that some people lost everything because mm. of the rebellion. Some people were born on those death Which is stars why Cassie and, and show is going to be so dope yes and i love that we we i think we tend to forget in star wars and i understand because that's not the nature of the you right. know the the, the franchise but yeah yeah but you know, yeah, yeah. But, you know the war is war you know and i used yeah. to say this all the time i was like if we were watching this story through somebody else's eyes like poe dameron could just as easily be a villain for killing millions of people including his own um you know men in battle like you know what i mean um and i think it's important sometimes to remember that because i think it makes it more human and more enjoyable and more um grounded and not just like some random pew pew like you know (laughs) what i mean like anybody can have some like faceless passionless villains but i really like it when you get into the nitty-gritty and remember that there are good people i mean just think about it if if they had killed if they had blown up star killer base like 
two hours earlier, <laughs> Finn would have been dead. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think it's good to remember that sometimes. Yeah. The fight, what, the, what were the words from DJ in uh, Last Jedi? Mm. Good guys. Bad, bad guys. guys. That character was not so my thing. So well conceived, but yes. terribly executed. Yes, agreed. Like lots of other shit in that film. Oh. That's another pod. Definitely also, problem. shout out, can I just say, yeah. recently this week, this is sort of a footnote, but it was three years since the last three Jedi. Three years? Three years? So How crazy is that? Today, I think, is the five-year anniversary of Force Awakens. That's crazy. Which is not five years. Three that's years crazy. since I had my life absolutely torn to shreds <laughs> exactly. by this franchise. I'm not sure whether to thank him or blame him anymore, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so I actually think next week, I'm assuming there won't be much news. <laughs> Probably not. Um, I think we should do a little Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Retrospective. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. I'm up for it. Well, you know what we should do? We should do a three-part retrospective. We'll do Last Jedi because it's been three years. Force Awakens because it's been five years. Oh, no. And Empire because it's been the 40th 40. anniversary. Okay. No Tross. I thought you were going to do Tross. Tross is a can of like worms that we're not getting into again. We're not yeah, getting into fun. that again. That's a good idea. All right. Let's do that. Great. Right. So thank you, you for listening, everyone. Wonderful. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And happy holidays. Happy holidays. May the Force be with you.